Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is May 28th, 2018. So today I want to talk about going to Disneyland with fibromyalgia. Um, during my weekend I went to Disneyland and I wanna I thought I'd share what it's like going to Disneyland and having um, a disability like fibromyalgia. And this might be good for somebody else that has a disability other than fibromyalgia. I guess I'm going to talk about the things that they have that are convenient for us and that help us um, enjoy our time at Disneyland. And this is not, I'm not getting um, paid to talk about Disneyland or anything like that. So this is just me sharing my experience um, at Disneyland. So that way, if you ever want to visit, you know what to expect. Okay, so in the beginning, there is handicap parking. So when you arrive, you get um, handicap parking if you have the placard. And I'm thinking that if you tell them you have a disability they and you don't have a placard, they will not make a big deal. They're pretty, um, they're pretty lenient in that those type of things. Um, so I wouldn't worry about not having a placard. I think just talking to them and letting them know that you have a disability, I think they'd be very understanding. So there's um, handicap parking. Then after you're done parking, you go to a stop and you are either taken um, to the entrance of the park um, via a tram or a bus. So it depends where you park, where you either get a tram or a bus. I usually tend to go to the parking lot where you take a bus. It's a little bit more comfortable than going on a tram. So I would recommend getting the um, the bus. And I don't remember what the streets or anything like that as to where the parking lot is. But I know maybe if you um, do some research, you can find... Uh, which um, parking lot has the, uh, the bus that takes you to the entrance. So once you get to the entrance of the park, there is a, there's a, like right next to the entrance where you put, you, you scan your tickets, there's a side area where you take your pets to get taken care of. And then right next to that, there's, um, there's an area that has wheelchairs. And so you just go up front and you um, just let them know that you want to rent a wheelchair. And you have to specifically say if you want a regular wheelchair or a motorized wheelchair, which they also have available. So for me, I don't like spending a lot of money on the motorized wheelchair. So I just get a regular wheelchair and have my boyfriend push me through the park. Um, but if you want, you can actually get a motorized um, wheelchair and um, you're able to maneuver yourself around the park without having anybody push you around. So that's also available if you ever um, visit Disneyland, you know that that's there, um, that you can take, it's something you can take advantage of. Um, I think the price, US dollars, to rent the motorized wheelchair, I think that's about $70. And for the regular wheelchair, I think it's about $30, $30 and you end up getting $20 back if you return your receipt um, back to the place when you return your wheelchair. 
So that's that's good. I'm not sure if that happens with the motorized wheelchair, but I know that with the one that I get, you get your $20 back. So you end up paying about $12 or $10 um, total for the rental of the wheelchair. So that's the next thing that um that i wanted to talk about so you're able to get a wheelchair and when you are renting the wheelchair there's no questions asked you can be standing and look like you don't have a disability and be able to rent a wheelchair so they will not question you whether you have a disability or not they are not going to ask you for proof of anything so you just literally go up front ask to that you want to rent a wheelchair pay for that and then they bring out a wheelchair for you and they open it up and they, you put your, uh, your last name on a paper that goes um, at the, on the back of the wheelchair so that way you don't, um, don't confuse it with anybody else's wheelchair while you're in the park. So yeah, there's no questions asked. And I think that is something um, really like something really nice that they have because I know for us people with fibromyalgia a lot of people look at us and they think oh well she looks fine she why is she using a wheelchair so I think that's like the good thing about it you're not asked any questions and you're not made feel bad um you're not made feel badly that um that you look like you can walk around the park without a problem so that's the really nice part about um, Disneyland and not having to um, explain anything. All right, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is in the rides. You can, you can get on the rides, on all the rides at Disneyland, but they're not wheelchair accessible. So what they do is they bring you in through their exits. So instead of going in through the regular... Um, entrance of where everybody's going in in the lines um you go um you go to the exit of the ride and work yourself in to to where the um the person that is taking care of the ride um who is managing the ride they actually bring you in and they let you uh get on the ride um as soon as there is there's a little break so they let you in um so they let you in in between, I guess, once uh, someone goes in. So they let you in after a while. Maybe you wait max like five minutes. And if there's another wheelchair ahead of you, you have to wait until they they come back, um, come out of the of the ride. And then you're next. So you don't have to do much waiting um, to get on the rides, which is really nice. So you kind of get, um, you have more um, privileges in that sense compared to people that don't have a wheelchair and are, you know, standing in line. But there is um, what they call a, a return time because they don't want want it to be very unfair with the people that are standing in line and people with wheelchairs so what they're doing is they do a return time so when you go to a ride they will tell you okay do you need a return time and you say yes or no and of course um, if you don't have one um, you say no and they end up scanning your ticket 
And when they scan it, they give you a return time. They say, okay, now that we've scanned it, come back in 30 minutes or an hour. And usually it's within 30 minutes. And after those 30 minutes, they give you a time frame. So maybe they give you an hour to two hours for you to be able to come back. So it's not within 30 minutes and it's done, it's expired. No, that's not the case. So that's the very nice part about it is that you can go to another ride meanwhile you're waiting for for that ride um that time to come for you to go to that ride so that's um that's something very good that you can um use at disneyland so then there's also the um fast pass which is available to everybody even any um even people that don't have a wheelchair so for the fast pass, there are little um, little machines that they have to the side of the ride that you want to get on, and you scan your um, ticket. And once you scan your ticket, you get a um, another little ticket back, and that ticket will tell you the time frame that you can go back to the ride, and you will get put in. Technically, you're not in front of the line, but you're ahead of everybody else. Um, to get on the ride so maybe you wait another 10 minutes compared to the hour that other people that are waiting there so that's the convenient thing about it um, so return time and fast pass are very convenient things at Disneyland and I highly recommend um, those two things to be used um, if you ever visit Disneyland so I went and I had my boyfriend push me um, throughout the theme park and my sister came along with me, and she came um, along with me and my boyfriend. Um, her boyfriend was working, so she's like, well, how about we go and have some fun at Disneyland? And that sounded like fun, so I thought it was a good idea. And so, yeah, we had lots of fun at Disneyland. I'm an annual pass holder, so it's nice to go for a little while and then be able to go home and then be able to visit later on um, throughout the week or, you know, during the weekends and be able to come home when I'm not feeling well. So I live in Southern California, which is why I'm able to, um, to, I'm able to visit Disneyland um, very often. And that's the reason also that the reason why I got a annual pass because I'm so close to it. And aside from that, I, it was it was something that I thought would help my depression, which it really is. All right, so after talking about that, I forgot to mention that, well, this is the most important thing that I want to mention. A person with fibromyalgia going to Disneyland is really nice because you take advantage of the wheelchair and other, um, such as the return time as well. But the thing that people don't think about is that we might not be walking around the park, but we're sitting down. And with fibro, when you're sitting down, you get stiff. You need to keep moving around, kind of sit up, um, stand up for a while, sit down for a while, stand up for a while, sit down for a while. And so it's a process that we have to go through. And that's something that people don't think about um, that we have to do. So just sitting on a wheelchair, going from place to place can get really tiring. And aside from that, wheelchairs are not very comfortable. So I know I take a back support and I put it, you know, on my back 
And so that helps the comfortability of the chair, but they're definitely not a comfortable thing. So you might imagine what a person with fibromyalgia goes through um, having to sit on a wheelchair and not being able to stand up all the time and sit down and you'd basically be stopping your your um, group of friends, whoever you go with, um, quite often if you if you do it um, as much as you actually need to. So as for me, I didn't like I don't I don't like stopping to do that. So that is always a bad decision that I make. I don't like to be an issue with friends or family. So I just don't complain about having to need to stand up and stretch or anything like that. So I just kind of deal with it. And I deal with it until I can. And once I can't um, deal with it very well, I start to say that I'm tired and that that I, I can't do it anymore. So that was something that I... Um, that something that I said once I got really tired from being on the wheelchair with my sister and my boyfriend. So one thing that I wanted to mention is, as it is um, for someone with fibro, we are fatigued most of the time. So having to walk around without a wheelchair is something that is almost impossible because we are fatigued and really, really tired. So walking around will make it even worse. So that's why that's not an option sometimes. Sometimes you get tired even from sitting down and going from place to place. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, I guess something else I have here on my notes, something else I wanted to share is how temperature changes can affect you while you're at the theme park. Um, here in Southern California right now, the weather is um, about 75, the highs, and the low is about 65 or maybe a little bit less. But I know um, in other countries, it's very, very cold or very, very hot. Um, but because I'm from California, a 69 or, or 65 temperature is cold for me. Um, so sitting down and being in the um, cold um, temperature outside at the theme park um, makes it worse. So your stiffness gets a lot worse and your pain is a little more than usual because you are sitting down and just stiff and cold. So that doesn't help. So um, that is something else I wanted to mention mention about um, your visit to Disneyland, like how all that works out. So there there are rides that you get on that are pretty smooth which is one for example is the winnie the pooh ride or alice in wonderland where it's just um like little kid rides where you um where you sit down on a little vehicle and it just kind of slowly takes you around a little area and it shows you um you know um parts of um the uh parts of the show like scenes from the show so that is really nice and smooth but then there are other rides like indiana jones that is very jerky so um it moves you a lot and that is painful for someone with fibromyalgia especially if you're really tender on your arms or legs it can be really painful i know for me 
I wasn't so tender um, this weekend, so it wasn't too bad. So I was able to manage that and be able to enjoy the ride, the rides actually. So that wasn't bad at all. But there definitely is um, something that you need to um, look out for, and that's your arms and legs when you're in rides. Because like I said, if you're tender, that will be painful because you're you're actually moving around on your on your seat and you're, you're moving from left to right so you're bumping into um, the person next to you and the person to your right so yeah it can be painful so there's one ride um, called Space Mountain and this one is a a roller coaster in the dark so when you get on the um, the little vehicle to get in the roller coaster, you start in this area where there's just, um, it's kind of like a, you're in a tube and there's um, lights all over. So it's kind of that tricky feeling of you thinking you're turning and you're not. So that's the beginning. And then it just turns completely black. So it's all dark. And then um, the you go um, throughout the whole roller coaster without being able to see. So that one, I, I stopped getting on it because it hurts my back, like immensely. Compared to all other rides, I had to stop t- getting on this ride because it's really painful. Um, the amount of times that it jerks you from left to right is a lot more than any other ride. And when I step out of that vehicle, my neck and my, my lower back is really um I don't know it feels very um painful and I kind of feel like my discs have kind of shifted um I know that's just how how would I feel that I know but um I just kind of feel that feeling on my neck and on my my lower back so I don't recommend that ride whatsoever especially if you have back problems and I do have back problems um I have uh I think uh, a few um, disc, uh, oh gosh, what do they call them? Um, disc protrusion and extrusions. So I know for one, it's about three millimeters, three millimeters of an extrusion and intrusion. Um, so it's getting close to my um, my spinal cord. I'm not sure how much farther I need for it to touch the spinal cord. But it's quite a ways, but nonetheless, it, if it gets worse, it can actually touch my spinal cord, and that's definitely not a good thing. But overall, I do have back problems because of my accident in 2010 that I had talked about in my intro. So I do um, have back problems, and that's something that I need to take care of because if I don't take care of it, then it's obviously going to get worse. So I that, that was my ride that I liked the most, but I had to... Um, stop getting on it so that one is no longer on my my list to get on to get on the rides so um let's see what else am I gonna talk about so that was I guess that's about it um so that was my experience at Disneyland um everyone is really nice and um I really recommend going if you haven't visited um it's a it's really nice that they accommodate um, people with disabilities. And like I said, no questions asked. So they don't make you feel like you, you're not the one. Um, I guess they don't make you feel like you don't have a disability. They don't make you feel 
they don't make you feel bad or anything like that. So that's a really nice part of it. Um, if anything, you once you're in the park and going around and getting on the rides, I think if anything, it's it's yourself that if you're self-conscious about people looking at you or them thinking that you don't have a problem because you were able to step out of your wheelchair like you didn't have a problem. So um, that is something that goes to my mind. So that's about the only thing that that um, that can make you feel bad. It's yourself thinking that everyone's noticing you because you you walked out of that wheelchair like you didn't have an issue. So I know that is something that goes to my mind. All right. Well, I thought I'd share that with you guys. Um, I will be creating the email that I was talking about today. Actually, as soon as I um, post this podcast, I will start um, creating the email. So it'll be nice to get in contact with you guys and just communicate. So um, I look forward to that. All right. Well, um, I think I'll stop here. So hope you all are doing well. Or if you're not feeling well, I hope you get better. And um, gentle hugs. Bye-bye.